Hello everyone, welcome to the Align Wellness Podcast. I'm Megan Schmidt and today we are chatting about running your own race. Hey everyone, so yesterday I ran in the Queen City Marathon and it was a complete blast. I loved every moment of it. The race itself was amazing, the course was great and there were so many um, volunteers on the sidelines cheering you on. It was really well put on race and um, also my time was great so I was really happy with that. I um, exceeded my expectations which was is a is a good thing I guess. Um, I wanted to do it in 518 per kilometer. That was what the pace I wanted and I did it in about 508. So I was really happy with that. Um, and I mean, the weather was perfect. It was it was a lot of fun. And I think there was around like 6,000 people, I heard somebody say, um, registered in all of the events. So, so much energy, so many, so much positive energy and so many people um, out there just trying to live their healthiest life. Um, a lot of excitement in the air. So... It was so fun. If you've never done a race, if you if you like running but you've never done a race, I totally recommend signing up for a 5K, 10K, half marathon, whatever's going to push you to challenge yourself and to um, to grow, of course. It is such a fun atmosphere. You'll be totally hooked. It'll be like a good addiction for you. <laughs> so this was my first run like in an event that I have done in over six years because I pretty much just stopped running when I was pregnant with Lennon and I mean she's now five so um, it's been you know three kids in that amount of time and I just didn't dedicate any time to running so I remember when I had done races in the past and I would get so caught up in trying to keep up to someone else or like trying to pass someone else And I mean, I I know that that's a bit human nature to want to be your best or to want to be better than someone else. But I noticed that again coming up yesterday. And I mean, of course, over the last six, seven years, I have just grown a lot as a person, done a lot of personal development, and I have a lot more emotional and mental awareness now. So I noticed how this was really taking away from me being present um, in the run and to how I was feeling. And to what I was actually capable of doing rather than worrying about what someone else is capable of doing, right? So I just kept saying to myself, run your own race, Megan. Just don't worry about them. It isn't you against them. It's just you against you. And then, you know, I I said that to myself a few times throughout the run. So that led me to thinking about talking about this on my podcast. And so I switched my plan and I decided to do this episode today because I think this is a really good metaphor to how we live our lives and apply it to your own life because I know for myself, I do this, um, it comes up for me and I'm, I'm sure that everyone experiences this a little bit at some point or, or throughout their life in different areas. So there's a few things that I want to talk about with this metaphor. There's three different topics um, many topics in this topic. So the first one is lack or scarcity mindset. And then the second one is what is meant for you is there for you. 
And if it didn't come to you or if it didn't happen to you, it wasn't meant for you to begin with. And then the third one is like when you focus on competition with others, you are losing sight of why you were even doing this in the first place and you're not tuning into your own experience. You're completely focused on someone else's experience. So I want to talk about each of these little mini topics in this episode. So we'll start with the first one, of course, scarcity mindset. This is such a big one for everyone, like for myself. Um, I see it, you know, when you're listening to people talk or if, if for me, for when I'm listening to people talk, I see it come up so much. And I, I mean, it's scarcity mindset and sometimes it's like, competitive mindset or like me against you or um wanting things to be fair things like that like I've suffered with that one for a long time that always used to bother me that I kept thinking you know this isn't fair that I have to deal with this why is this happening to me and um when you focus on things like that you're just you're worrying about other people and you're not living your own life. And sometimes life isn't fair in that sense. But life, like, I really do believe that everything works out. Everything happens for a reason. And so when you are worried about other people's experiences, you are obviously not living in your own life and you're not living your own experience. And so that's why I want to kind of touch on each of these three topics because they do kind of all go together, but there's things I want to say specifically about each of them. So with scarcity mindset, when we think there's a limited amount of resources to go around, then we think that when someone gets, you know, quote unquote, more than, than we do, that that means there's less for us. And this is a belief that you do not need to continue believing if it doesn't make you feel good. I mean, if you are believing this and you want to keep believing it for whatever reason, like go for it. You totally get to choose what you believe in. But if you're believing this and it's making you feel crappy, it's making you feel like, you know, like you have to hoard things or you have to like take more than your share when you can so that um, in case somebody gets more the next time, like all these types of things, this is scarcity mindset at its finest. And it's so funny because my brother-in-law, he is super smart and he was talking about this when him and my sister first started dating. So that was, you know, a long time ago. And I remember him talking about pieces of the fun pie. <laughs> like, so this was how he kind of explained it and it sticks, it stuck with me all these years. But he was saying like, if I'm having a lot of fun, like say we were going out or something and he think he was explaining it like if if someone's having a lot of fun, that doesn't mean that somebody else has to have less fun. You can both have fun. It made a lot of sense to me. I don't know if that's making sense in this context right now. But so he was talking about it as a fun pie, but like and there's only so many pieces of fun to go around or that's what people believe, but it doesn't need to actually be like that. There's a lot of fun to be had for everyone. And so think about about that like with with money people think that if somebody gets more money that means somebody gets less money but that's not the truth there's there's so many different markets there's so many different places for people to um there's so many different ways for people to make money and there's so many different clients there's so much there's so much abundance in the world and when you think that somebody getting a client means that that's a less client there's less clients for you or less um you know, all these types of things, that's scarcity mindset. And so there's so much to go around 
if you want to believe that. And it's just a belief, so you can choose to believe it or not. But why wouldn't you choose to believe something if there's free will and you get to believe whatever you want? Why wouldn't you choose to believe something that's going to make you feel better? It just it makes sense, right? So like think about it in terms of fitness. Like if somebody is getting healthier, that doesn't mean that there's less healthiness for you. If somebody is, um, you know, working on themselves, that doesn't mean that you're any less. Sometimes people think that if somebody's changing that, um, oh, they're trying to be better than everyone else. No, they're just changing to be the best them, them they can be. And it all stems from scarcity mindset thinking that there is limited amount to go around, limited amount of knowledge, limited amount of money, limited amount of anything. And if you choose to believe in this, you will spend your whole life um, competing and um, getting jealous and feeling worried that if somebody gets something that's less for you and it's not a fun way to live. I'm sure anyone listening to this can attest to that feeling of thinking that there's not enough and you don't need to continue believing that. So I'm going to talk about this <laughs> in maybe, you know, I, I, I maybe always tend to talk about controversial topics, but um, sports, okay? So it's really funny actually because my brother-in-law that was talking about the fun pie, he is like a huge hockey nut and he like he coached hockey for a long time he played competitive hockey like higher level um I guess all hockey is competitive <laughs> that shows how little I'm into hockey but um he played like higher level hockey for a while and so he's like a really obviously big sports person and I have never first of all believed that I was good at any type of sports um, and I've never just probably because of that reason, I've never really liked sports. And so, yeah, this might be a little bit controversial because mostly everyone either played on a sports team or they currently play on a sports team. They have kids that are playing sports. Um, I mean, sports have their place obviously in society, but just listen to this with an open mind and, um, think about this, but like in any type of sport, there's a winner and there's a loser. So um, society has people believing that like the winner is better than the loser. And I just don't agree with that. And I don't think that that's the truth. Like in the sense of the game, yes, okay, whoever won, they scored more goals or they got more points or whatever. But in the, and in the sense of the rules, so like obviously whoever scores the most points is deemed the winner at the end of the game. But many, many coaches are not teaching kids that that doesn't mean that you're better. Everyone has strengths, everyone has weaknesses. And some people even can play a better game, but just score less points. And like, so then they lose, but they maybe had better tactics or all these different things. Or maybe the puck was not going in the net or the ball was not going in the hoop or whatever it is. So a lot of times this is just overlooked and we just focus on the win when there's so much more to life or to it than that. And so... For example, in Queen City Marathon yesterday, there's like around 6,000 6, people um, registered or something like that, which is just amazing. So all of these 6,000 people are coming <laughs> to run this race and there is literally going to only be one winner. So of course there's different categories. There's like 
the winner for the female in the 10K, the winner for the male in the 10K. There's different age categories. So like maybe it's 18 to 29 and then 30 to 39, whatever. Um, there's different age categories. So there's obviously less amount of people in each category. But overall, there's going to be one winner for each of those categories and even like overall for the 10K, overall for the half, overall for the full. So there's one person who wins and that person is the fastest, right? But there's 6,000 people who signed up and I know that for myself, I didn't sign up to win, but I signed up to show up as my best and that's how everyone feels, I think, with that type of a, a run. It's a challenge to work towards um, something like that. And so I am going to talk more about this next week, about how if we're not doing things that challenge us, we are literally not growing as a person. We're not changing. So like of all of these 6,000 people, they now have this experience in their life of running maybe their first 10K or running another half marathon with a personal best time. And they had to become a different person in the process of this training that they did. And if they didn't show up, then they weren't going to change, right? Like if they weren't going to put in the time to train, they weren't going to change. And it didn't matter what anyone else was doing. If they weren't showing up for themselves, they were not going to be evolving or getting better. And so back to sports, I can totally understand that sports, sport like teaches people great things like how to work together as a team and work ethic too and all this these types of things but it also does bring up this side of human nature where we think that there is only a limited amount to go around because you know of course only one team or one person can win but I don't believe that to be true in life and I choose to believe that there's always enough for me and that when someone succeeds that gives me proof that I can too rather than choosing to believe because she is succeeding, that means I can't. So notice if you are believing this in your life, then know that you can at any time choose to believe something different, something that serves you better, something that makes you feel better. You can believe anything you want um, and you can find proof for either choice, either belief that you want to choose to believe on. But the, the truth is that when you're focused on like this limited amount or scarcity mindset in, and society does, does um, have this competition kind of ingrained in all of society. And so notice that like it's okay to apply for the job and there could be, you know, a hundred people that are applying for this job that you want as well. But if you don't get it, like you can choose to believe like this job is for me, but also know that if you don't get it, that doesn't mean that something else isn't coming for you. There's so many opportunities in the world. And so that's what I'm going to touch on next for number two, is that what is meant for you will always be for you. So this is another like belief that I've adopted for myself. And it's just, of course, building on the first belief. And I believe that what is meant for me will always find its way to me. And Sometimes it might take longer. Like sometimes there's lessons that we need to learn before we can have what we need to have maybe. So the reason that I like believing this is because it makes me feel, you know, more at ease and more trusting and I enjoy feeling that way. So I want to continue thinking and of course feeling that way. 
So listen very carefully. What I am not saying is you don't need to apply for that job because your boss will just give it to you or you don't need to push yourself or put in any effort because everything is coming for you. The law of attraction is not just positive thoughts and there there needs to be aligned action put into play. So that means that, you know, when you get an idea to do something, you need to act on it. When you get the inspiration to apply for this job, do it. When you, um, you know, have any type of inspiration to do something, you should act on it. But it also does mean that, you know, when you've committed to something, to follow through. So sometimes people say, like, I'm not motivated to do this. I'm not motivated to work out or to eat healthy. You don't have to be motivated to do something. Yes, there's something called aligned action where you have inspiration or you feel um, kind of like called to do something. Um, those are, you know, definitely go ahead and do those things. But also know that there's times where you maybe don't feel like doing things, but it's in your best interest and you should definitely still do those things. So don't use excuses like I'm not motivated to work out or I'm not motivated to eat healthy right now, so I'm not going to. Know what's best for yourself and do what's best for yourself because you're committed to the outcome that it's going to give you rather than to short-term pleasure or short-term um, gratification. Like I've talked about that in episode, can't remember, maybe 17 called delayed gratification. All good things come to us when we put in that effort, when we um, hold out for what we want more overall than rather than what we want right now, right? So if you want to feel healthy, it's going to mean most days, if not every day, you're moving your body, you're eating the healthier foods, you are doing the things that are going to make you feel better physically and mentally, rather than doing what might feel easy or good in the present moment. So I am definitely saying if you want something, go after it, but from a place of being um, open to the outcome, <laughs> letting go of some of that expectation that we cling on to, just try to let that go and know that everything is coming for you in the right timing that it is meant to. And the third thing that I want to talk about is tuning in to your own experience, like living your own life rather than someone else's. So many people get concerned with what other people are doing, um, like what other people's goals are or what their parents want for them or what their spouse wants for them. So pulling from my own experience, I used to work for the city and I remember everyone would tell me how awesome that was and they'd say things like, good for you and all that. But I knew it wasn't meant for me and it didn't feel right. And most importantly, I didn't want that job or that type of life. So when Lennon was around 10 months, I was on maternity leave and also three months pregnant with Lincoln. And I called and I said I wasn't going to be coming back to work. And that was a choice that I knew was best, even though it's, um, you know, respectable to work for the city and it's a good paying job and there's benefits and pension and all that quote unquote stuff, but it just wasn't for me. And so it's really important to know what is for you and that just because it's, you know, hard to get on with the city 
and it seems like it's an employer that a lot of people want to work for doesn't mean that it's the best decision for everyone. And just because it wasn't the right decision for me doesn't mean it's the wrong decision for you. Um, I can think of, you know, so many experiences in my life where I've had similar things like that come up. But when we talk about running your own race, just know what is for you and what isn't for you. So I'll see something, someone doing something like really neat in their business online. And I'll think to myself, that's so cool. I like that. I could do something like that. But I just need to remind myself that this, that isn't my thing. This isn't my race to quote unquote race to be running or to be doing just because you could do something doesn't mean that you always should do it. It doesn't mean that it's for you. So remember that when you're focused on competition, you really do lose sight of your own goals and you start living someone else's life or working towards someone else's idea of success. And then you aren't in your own flow and you'll not be happy if you're living from that place. So, you know, if you're a parent, this is really important. Don't force your kids into doing something that you want for them. Teach them to start making their own decisions that you don't always have to give them the answers. You can, you know, teach them how to use their intuition and to feel what a yes feels like in their body and to know what a no feels like. And it's important to know that if you haven't been listening to yourself for a long time, you will need to do some work and learn to start trusting that inner voice again. So as another example, during the run yesterday, there were two women that were right in front of me for the last five kilometers. And I was getting competitive and I was wanting to catch up with them and pass them. But I also still had, you know, five kilometers left. And so I didn't want to burn myself out because that's still, you know, 25 minutes of running. Um... So, you know, I kept reminding myself, run your own race. Don't worry about them. And it was extremely helpful to just keep saying that to myself. And so the last kilometer, I knew that I only had about five minutes left and that I had the energy to pick it up. So I was able to run ahead. And it was actually my second fastest kilometer in the whole 21.1 kilometers. It was like, I think, 4.57. And even... Even though I passed them, like that wasn't what it was about. It was it was that I was focused on running my own race the entire time or reminding myself to run my own race the entire time. And so if I would have picked it up and passed them earlier, maybe I would have petered out before the last kilometer and wouldn't have been able to pick that up, you know? So what's really important is just living your life um, from that inner truth or from your inner guidance and letting go of the ego in all situations that you can and what is meant to be is what will be so on that note I want to share with you my manager mind group program so if you follow me on instagram or watch my facebook lives you probably have heard me talk about this in the last two weeks so it's a 10-week online group program we talk about a lot of these things each week we have a live call that goes over different topics ranging from Thoughts becoming feelings, beliefs, control, um, choosing to feel better, and you know, lots more. There's lots of different topics in the 10 weeks. And a lot of people think that their emotions just happen to them. But in reality, you can change and control your emotions by learning to think better thoughts. And that is the basis for the program. So I want to teach people how to live a happier life but also teach them that everyone experiences negative emotions and nothing is wrong with you for that. 
So if you want to learn more, if you're ready to sign up, then send me an email, megan at alignwellnessyxe.com. And I'll also put that in the show notes so that you can access that easily. I cannot wait to see you guys inside of this group and to start on September 23rd. Thank you so much for listening. And I hope you have a wonderful day. We'll chat soon. 